Welcome to episode 42 of the Williams Project. Now 42 is a special episode because 42 is the unofficial meaning of life. Now on today's episode we're going to be talking about how the worst decision you can make is no decision at all. Welcome back everyone, thanks so much again for tuning in to the Williams Project, we absolutely love talking to you guys and having you here listening and supporting and communicating with us, it's always massively appreciated. So to start off with guys, how often in your life do you put off decisions, whether it's going to the gym, asking for a pay rise, asking out a boy or girl for a date, all these decisions you're hit with every day and you get that uncomfortable feeling inside going, oh I might address that tomorrow. And then ask yourself the same question, how many times have I put something off and then down the track made the tough decision, whether it be asking out a partner, going out uh, for a pay rise, switching careers altogether, and you realised it wasn't that bad and you should have done it so much sooner. Today we're mastering the art of how to be effective and the way to be effective is eliminating procrastination. Jesus, hard word. Big word. Um, what you've got to do guys you've got to reduce down the widget time the secret for happiness in life is getting lots of things done becoming someone who lives up to your potential and the way you do that is you need to be effective no one is effective that procrastinates and what lots of people do they disguise procrastination which is actually also laziness they pres- they disguise it behind the barrier of perfection. They go, oh, I want to do it perfectly. I want, I'm a, I'm a perfectionist. I need more information yeah, before I can make a decision. Blah 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 blah. And it's like, no, you're fucking around. Get it done. I think Blair, Blair and I, we sort of live by productivity matters. When we have a decision, we just get it done. I always, when I go to the construction sites, I say, guys, do the things you can do. What can we do? Let's do it. Who can we call? What can we get done? Because so many people, they just find every single reason why they should be doing nothing. And I was reading a study the other day which showed if you put off a decision because of, like procrastination is also a form of anxiety because normally you're not making the decision because you don't have time. You're not making the decision because you feel uncomfortable about making it. And the study said that by delaying making a decision, it more or less puts twice as much strain on your body through that process which obviously leads you down the rabbit hole of you then feel more anxious so you're now less likely to make a decision and then worst case scenario, you don't make a decision, you stay at the job you're unhappy with, you stay with a partner that's not working out and then you're just trapped. Most of the time, in my opinion, the decision actually doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Whether you pick A or B, it very rarely in life does one decision affect your life, short of it being shooting someone, right? Like, normally you're actually choosing between two small decisions, and it's actually the forward momentum that matters, not the decision. The snowball effect. Yeah, it's about moving forwards. It's not about whether you move forward on your left foot or your right foot. It doesn't matter what cleaner you hired. It doesn't matter, um, like, what you picked. It's more about just being someone who moves forward, being someone that gets things done, being someone that achieves the tasks. I do like Grant Cardone's quote. He's like, oh, if I'm going somewhere wrong, I may as well find out quickly. Amazing quote. And I can turn around, go back the right way. Yeah. Because like so many people have started off earlier in life, made some trips and falls and mistakes, then found their right path, and the other person just is still waiting for the right time on the market or 
just are still thinking about it and just yeah yeah look we we when we started off we were the people that made 10 mistakes and fucked things up 10 times in yeah. each different angle and we still found out where we were going to go and what we needed to do. Got it done before anyone even stepped off the start line. It's kind of if you're running down a hill really quick and you lose your balance and actually fall over, at least you get to the bottom of the hill, right? And at least you're moving forwards. Like momentum is just critical. And if you can get some, if you can get in the habit of executing and doing things, and I, I, I actually need a wee internal catch that I have where when I'm not making a decision, I just go, fuck Matthew, make a decision right now. And I do it all the time. Yeah, just check yourself. Just check yourself. Look in the mirror. Right, just go sort that right now. Nothing else matters. make a decision immediately. Yeah. So I suppose let's help our listeners. How do we we stop people procrastinating? What are the key motives behind it? How do you help get over them? What is the answer? Because everyone procrastinates about everything. I think you need to want to fundamentally... Jesus, that was terrible alliteration or words or whatever. Look, you need to know where you want to be. So you have to have a vision. In 10 years' time, Matthew's going to be this person. I'm going to have this business. I'm going to have this wife. I'm going to have this car, right? And then when you're faced with a decision, you need to think for a second about your goal and then line up what of these two options is more in line with me getting to where I want to go and then pick it immediately and accept that you might be wrong. And I think another really good thing is look back into your past when you struggle with decisions and then if if I look at myself and you go shit 10 years ago that was a really hard decision to make but if I had to do that same decision now I could make it in like two microseconds and learn that over time you actually adapt where what was a hard decision over time because of maturity and confidence levels becomes a really easy decision so even though you feel uncomfortable in the moment doing it go I know if I had to make this decision in five years I'd be in a mental standpoint to do it immediately. Yep, agreed. Well said. But everything should be underpinned by some goal or oh, vision. 100%. Because that makes it very easy. What well, makes you know what compass to follow, yep. for one. Or it's just like with um, everyone asks us all the time, oh, set up an office in Napier, set up an office in um, Queenstown. Set up the, These are small cities in New Zealand that I'm saying. And we want to be a massive housing provider. Now, us setting up an office in a city of 40,000 people isn't going to get us there. We need to be making decisions like Melbourne, 4.8 million people in one city. They're the decisions we need to be making. Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Australia. That's the next level for the business. Well, it makes a no really easy. Hey, you should go to Levin. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. As opposed to, hey, I'll think about it, I'll come back to you. And you do all these follow-ups and you're like, oh, fuck, I don't want to know. Don't want to let this person down. These emailed me like 17 times for a decision. We're like, we're not looking at living currently, thanks. I actually think Done. that Warren Buffett quote's really good. Yeah. Where it's like, um, rich people say mo- no to most things. Really rich people say no to almost everything. Because a, a very successful person, they've learned that they have a very clear goal and when people give them information, whether it be questions or tasks, they, they can picture their goal straight away. They know how that fits into their goal and they can just say no. Yeah. And there is a really fine line. So if you get such tunnel vision, you don't want to block out what could be good ideas, but also there's decisions and then just exploring ideas. They're quite separate. And everyone always wants to take you off on a tangent, especially when you're winning. When you're winning, people want you to go off in different directions. And it's like, well, hold on a minute. 
before this business, we were doing all sorts of things. Life kicked our teeth in. We've now got something that we're very good at and we're finding a lot of success in. Why would we pivot? But Matt, I've got a great printing company that I think you'd be the perfect shareholder in. But look, there's, I, I'm sure it's a great company and I'm sure it's going to be an amazing journey, but that's not me. My place in society is I'm a builder of residential houses. That's my purpose. And I'm going to be doing that in the main cities in New Zealand, then the main cities in Australia, then the main cities in America. That's my place in society. I've accepted that till the day I die, which I might not die. We're going to talk about that on another <laughs> podcast. Live forever. Read a lot of books. Might try live forever. I think it'll be more convenient not dying. Key thing to procrastination is really understand where you want to be and it will massively help. Like one of our most common objections when we're with customers is, oh, I'm not sure if the market's in the right time at the moment. I'm still looking at if I should be an investor or not. And it's like, what is your goal? Oh, I'm not quite sure. Like if they had a clear goal, I want to own five properties by 40. And have enough rent to live off. They'd be a lot more liquid at going, actually, I have to make a decision. I haven't bought anything for the last five years. You're right. I just need to do something. It's a good property. It matches my requirements. It'll fund my retirement. Let's go. But when they don't know what their goal is, of course, it's easy to just not make a decision. And then you just drift through life. Like that can't be very happy and fulfilling. As a drifter. Not good. Not healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I can't relate to that. I can't relate to someone not having a clear direction. It, I, my brain doesn't understand it. Yeah. Well, maybe we need to do a podcast next time on how to find your direction. It is a good topic. Because, like, it took me a while to find my direction. Let's just it? thrash it out now. What, what were the key things that were important to you with designing your future Blair? Well, I suppose, like, as far as direction goes, it's very easy when you're doing something and you don't like doing it to know that that's not the direction you want to be in. Like if you're working in a job and sure it pays your bills, but it's kind of okay. It's if you not hate great. Monday, you're not doing the right thing. Yeah, correct. I never hate, I hate Sunday. It gets a bit I boring, hate eh? Sunday so much. I'm just sitting there going, please let me go back to work. Yeah, 100%. And I suppose the first step is realizing on your direction is the direction I'm on is not right for me. I need to figure out what I'm going to do to fix this. And then it's probably just having a real big internal discussion and writing down what you think your right direction is. And the problem is most people write, I want a big house, I want a holiday a lot, I want a nice wife, nice kids, maybe a dog, but they don't actually have any concept of how to get them there because it's that probably that career path probably what most people struggle with. Yeah, agreed. And I can I can re- I can sympathise with it's that. Easy for people to be like, I want a nice car, nice house, nice family. Like, yeah, but but they. You've got to plan to do the work of the 1% so you're remunerated like the 1% are. Yeah. Like like you said, people pick a material thing, but they don't pick the sacrifices that the 1% make to get that material thing. Yeah, and the problem with material things is like, once you get it, it's kind of cool for a week or two, but then that just becomes your new house or your new car. Like, you feel the it same. It feels exactly the same. Like. The feeling you felt when you got your first $5,000 Dunger car will be the same when you buy a $500,000 Lamborghini. It's like equal excitement. I think studies show like after a certain income level, your happiness pertaining to that income just maxes out. Oh, I, no, it's the same with anything in life. I, I kind of disagree personally because I think like, I wouldn't say money can buy happiness, but it buys you options and freedom. But there's definitely a diminishing return. For, for me, the pursuit of money is I want to meet my potential. 
and I know that I have potential to be far more valuable in society than I'm being currently. And I know that if I go out into society, control more capital, build more houses, um, give more people jobs, give more people um, investments, give more people all these things, I know that my value in society will be higher and then I can live at a, a higher level because I'm more valuable in but society. That's also like sort of a good summary is that your direction's not the pursuit of money and material things, your pursuit's your potential. Yeah. And that's why you're good at what you do and it drives you to that. Whereas if your pursuit is, well, I just want heaps of money to have a jet and a nice house, most people fall off the bandwagon at some point following that. I, I do really want a jet though. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, a jet is important. Yeah, we've got one hung on the office wall at the moment. I'm actually looking at it. Go. I'm not even looking at you. I'm just staring at the jet. <laughs> do, do you know what you need, Come guys? Come me, Matthew. You do, need to, <laughs> you do need some obscene goals because... It is very easy when you start making success in business, very easy to be comfortable. End up going to the bars, going to Fiji, you know, like doing all these things that don't serve you, right? Hanging out with people that tell you how clever you are and all of a sudden you've, you've, you've plateaued. And I just don't think that's good for the human soul. I, I see it all the time. We go down to our local bar in Christchurch and I, I talk to guys and they're in their 50s and all they're talking about is the good old days. And I don't like that conversation. Don't get me wrong. I love a great story. Someone who's done something cool in their life and they have a story to tell. I love that. But I love talking to people when they're saying, here's what I'm doing next year. Here's our goal. Here's where we're heading. Here's what we're going to do. If we can get this, this, and this, this is what we're going to do. And the, the, the conversation about a better future, I find far more exciting and fulfilling than the conversation about the cool thing you did in the Bahamas 20 years ago. Well, that's another thing about direction is figuring out where you want to be and then finding a group of people that have a similar goal or a similar mindset. And that might not necessarily be career-wise, but it's probably just the mindset, what they do, how they dress, how they act, how they interact with people, and then go after those people and you'll naturally start to lift yourself through that progression. Yeah, I, I struggle with this because this is actually really hard, the whole um, show me your five friends and I'll tell you your future it is very hard to find the right friends that are going to take you to the next level, especially when you've achieved a base level of success and you want to level up. It's very hard to make sure that your five friends are people that are all leveling up as well. Especially depending if you guys live in smaller cities, it's even harder. But then also we do live in an age of technology. You can go to different um, like seminars and events. Like We went to 10X Growth Con earlier in the year in Vegas, met some amazing people and doing like massive things. Yeah, which is really cool. And it's, it's important, like your best friend doesn't actually need to know you. Like I've listened to hundreds of hours of Grant Cardone's work, hundreds of, not hundreds, lots of hours of Elon Musk. Like you can find uh, fulfillment and direction from people you've never met before. Yeah, and be sort of tuned into that level Andy of thinking. Andy Fasella, his content's amazing. I've listened to heaps of his content. Yeah. That, yeah, you don't have to know someone to have them as part of your life. Yeah. So I suppose any further or final thoughts on finding your direction? It has to be bigger than what you think you can do to force you to become a better version of yeah, yourself. Force you to make the change. Yeah. Yeah. Because if it's only marginally different, you'll probably take the side of comfort. Agreed. And stay where you are. Now guys, as you know, there's a payment. Share this with a friend. You're rock stars. We appreciate you.